Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut shut your your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. I know I am. It's raining out there, which is a step in the right direction. At least it's not snowing. Although they're now saying <clears throat> that we could get snow this weekend. Again. What the hell? Oh, joy. But right now it's raining out there. Look so. at you, glass half full, a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's like it's all about perspective, right? Well, it is, but I would think now it would rain. be, damn, it's raining again. But no, hey. No. It's raining again. Based Good. off of what we've been through the last week. The little rain, it's like, ah. It's a very positive perspective for you to have. All I'm trying to do is get to a place where I can go hit balls again. There you go. Couldn't even hit balls this week. Yeah. It was too cold. Yeah. There were probably a few moments, but I was tied up or something. It's just like, man. Have you ever done any of those, uh, like, the golf sim type places where they they kind of fancy their business on, like, oh, you can play any course in the world and blah, blah, blah. I've never really done that, but that seems like it would be a um, decent, poor weather golf activity. I do like that, but... At the same time, I'm I'm a bit of a uh, mat snob. I don't like to hit off of mats. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I I feel like I don't get well. I, I if I'm practicing, I I want to hit off grass. Sure, I understand. But yeah, for fun, you know, a couple beers with the guys and play St. Andrews. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, those places are never great, done like. that. I might try to try to do something like well, that. Well, X weekend. Golf, we're going to be out at X Golf. I know in a couple weeks, and those those are great. Um, yeah, that's a big thing now. Especially in places like Oregon, where you, I mean, we should be able to play. Sure, and you still you month. still can, but it's like you you look at yeah. the the weekly forecast ahead. Yeah. It's like rain, 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 rain. Yeah. Well, uh, we have in the news coming up here, four thirty. Uh, Oregon lawmakers are now saying, uh, "Hey, let's give our homeless people money." Sure. For drugs. So we'll cover that. Uh, Big Suk is out. He's in New Orleans. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, to the baseball pitch clock story. So they have implemented a pitch clock in Major League Baseball now. Most people don't watch spring training games, so uh, you may maybe haven't seen it. A couple of funny things have already happened. One, uh, a pitcher didn't finish his warm-up in time, and the batter wasn't set in time, so the count started 1-1. Oh, that's interesting. Did I have not seen that? that happen yet, no. Yeah, so if the pitcher isn't 
ready in time, they call an automatic uh, a ball. ball. Mm-hmm. And if the batter isn't in the box and set in time, they call an automatic strike. Right. Well, in this instance, both of them uh, got dinged, and it, <laughs> the count started 1-1. There was another one. And hey, you this want to is... speed the game up? Start every count 1-1. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- this was a fascinating one, too. There was a Dodgers pitcher who, um, one of, he's not a big name or anything, but he was pitching the other day, and there's an overlay of him pitching. And Oh, I saw this. Did you see that? Yes. He got through a half, an entire half inning in less time than it took Pedro Baez, who pitched for the Dodgers, or maybe still does, I don't know. He was a reliever for the Dodgers a couple of years ago, to throw one pitch. One pitch. It was like, batter asks for time. He steps off the rubber. There's a fake throw back to second. There's a real throw back to second. There's a yeah. walk around the mound to wipe the brow. And in all the time, it took him, and you don't even get to see him deliver the pitch. No. This Dodgers pitcher <laughs> retired three batters and on, on more than three pitches. Yeah, dude, it was a minute and 51 seconds yeah. between Pedro Baez pitches. This Dodgers pitcher this spring training got through an entire half inning in that same time. Oh, actually, less than that. Amazing. So it is really helping. Uh, the game times, they're saying that, and again, small sample size, but uh, so far, games are averaging two min- uh, two hours and 39 minutes. Last season, they were three hours and one minute at this time. Um, the average game time in baseball has not been below two hours and 45 minutes since 1985. So this is a significant change, and it is working. So Major League Baseball is now on par time-wise with NBA games, which are typically two and a half hours, and NHL games, which uh, are a little under that. They're about two hours and 20 minutes. And that is the one thing about the NBA that I really like. I don't, I'm not a huge NBA fan at all. I think they've got a lot of issues, that league. But the one thing that's good about it is those games – I mean, two hours, two and a half, you're done every time. It's true, although the end of those games now can be yeah. absolutely excruciating. And I think that's where the half hour at the end comes in. It's yeah. usually an hour for first half, hour for the second, but then you get the fouls and the reviews. And Now, did you see what, what Max Scherzer did today? Mm. He's kind of trying to shove it. Yeah, I did see that today. <laughs> I saw that he said that he he likes the new pitch clock because he can dictate the pace, which I thought was interesting. Isn't the clock dictating the pace? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think what he meant was uh, the batter's got to be ready, and so I can fool with that how I like. Sure, that once know? that guy's there, it can be up to me whether I wait yeah. 10 seconds or 3 yeah. seconds or whatever. But today, or, he really... or he can f- go fast. Yeah. You know? Today he really wanted to test the limits, so as soon as he saw the umpire reset the clock and the batter set, he tried to throw the pitch immediately, yeah. and he got called for a balk because he went too fast. Yeah. So that it was a balk, not a... And he said, well, we're going to have to figure out what the limits of this thing are. <laughs> he's like, he, he's, Dude, he's just stretching it out. And... Yeah. That guy pushing the limits, like, that was to be expected. Of course. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, I think the faster pace is good. But I would say this, and I think a lot of you out there who are true baseball fans would maybe agree that the pace of the game is not an issue for us. No, it's that's it's for it's more for a newer generation and it's more for younger people who need it to move a little faster in mm-hmm. this fast twitch society. I think that if you've if baseball already has its hooks in you, I think a lot of people dislike the pitch clock and they don't really care about a game moving faster pace-wise. Because well, if you already liked the game then you didn't care about the pace. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I stand. I, right? agree I with think that. a lot of people sit there. Now, Faster pace is nice, and I un- I totally understand why MLB is doing this. I totally get it. 
I mean, it's pretty obvious. And it this is obviously helping move the games along. But I think the bigger problem in baseball, it still needs action. Yeah. It can't just be faster strikeouts or faster right. walks. Yeah. It's it still needs action. So I, I was reading this and I think it was the athletic. In 1985, there was a ball in play every uh 2 minutes and 55 seconds. Okay. Now, there is a ball in play every 3 minutes and 49 seconds. So there's actually less action. Uh well, I, I'm not saying now as in this oh, spring oh, okay, training. Okay, I'm just sorry. saying in baseball today. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, okay. This means that the pace of action was 31% slower in today's modern baseball and with fewer runs. That was the problem right there. Not necessarily, you know, fast, you know, moving the guys along faster. So they still have to put the balls in in play. And and that's where I think the bigger thing is the shift. Changing the shift uh, could lead to a lot more singles, a lot more balls in play. Uh, guys not necessarily trying to lift it and striking out all the time. So I think that's more significant for more action, mm-hmm. perhaps. I would agree. Than, um, than the pitch. And clock. that is what you need because I do not think what's killing the game is the pace. What I think is killing the game is all or nothing, strike out or homer, yeah. strike out or homer, and that's all we see. And injuries. Yeah, well, yeah. Everybody's that, always hurt. Too. Can you think of a more significant sports rules change in recent years? Because this, I tell you what, this pitch clock thing is a big deal. And it's rubbing a lot of a lot of people don't like it, but um, and we're just going to have to get used to it. But I mean, I kind of remember when the NFL were like, "Yeah, we're going to do the two point conversion now." Yeah. That seemed very significant. That was a big one. Uh, but that was that was a long time ago. Well, you also have the DH in the NL now. True. You know that's pretty True. big. Three uh, point line was a big one. Obviously. Shot clock too. Shot clock. Yeah. But, but that, again, long time ago. Replay reviews. Yeah, we haven't had one this this big. I think in a yeah while. instant replay massive. Yeah. So um, the pitch clock. So they obviously they've tested this in the minor leagues for years, and uh, for a couple of years, and the pitch clock in the minor leagues reduced game times by twenty five minutes. Okay, and uh, as we said, uh, right now in MLB you're looking at uh, twenty two minutes, so a little less, yeah. but um, that's good. The games will move faster. I just hope that there's more action, and the game kind of. I don't know. There's just more cool things happening. Like the bases are bigger, so they they're they're trying to encourage stealing bases and and hopefully fewer injuries with people yeah. uh, getting their legs and ankles and feet tangled there. <clears throat> Have you seen some of the photos of people photoshopping like mattresses at second base and like because <laughs> it is like if you watch a game, the bases do look. It's going to be a little bit jarring at first. Shockingly It'll take bigger. some, some like, getting Whoa. used to. Yeah, it's like a big mattress out there. You dive on it. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, look, I'm all for it. I, I hate to be the old. Oh, the game as it was was fine. It was, but at the same time, uh, there is a different generation of people, and will be after that that need. You got to get. You got to keep up with the times, and I think Major League Baseball is doing a pretty good job with that with this pitch clock thing. And I think the shift ban was a good one. And I also am a big. DH guy, like I did not. I hated watching pitchers bat. Oh, you and so you and I stupid. differ on that. Really, you're a and it's NL not guy? because I like watching pitchers bat. That is, I like watching managers in the National League have to manage around yeah. late inning situations and deciding whether I'm going to lift my pitcher here or send him up there and probably get the out because I want him coming back out the next inning. Like I, I like the double switch. How how do I navigate my 6th, 7th, 8th based on where I am in the batting order? I love that. I think it's so much more difficult than a, I have an, a, a list of nine guys in a row who can all hit. It, yeah. it's, I, I like navigating around that clear that. hole in the order. Alright, to the combine next, 417 on the fan. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Didn't the Eagles just come through here? Did you go to that show? Did you see the Eagles out there? I did not go to that show, but yes, they did. Moda Center? I think so. Who's in place of Glenn Fry? I don't know. Hologram Glenn Fry? Maybe. <clears throat> Suka's out. He's in New Orleans, partying probably. He's probably having a hurricane, walking the streets of New Orleans. I bet he does have a hurricane in hand. Yeah, he would be the type that would like hurricanes. Well, it's a little bit like, uh, I feel like it's a little bit like Vegas there, where you can kind of just walk around with a bevy. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll just, oh, like, yeah. you get a go cup, and that's fine. That's right. The hurricane's like the big, is that still the big drink down there? I mean, my God, I haven't been there in 30 years. But uh, uh, It is, yeah. I, uh, it is? I, my wife and I went for our honeymoon. So we were we were there four years ago. Yeah, yeah, and, great city. Uh, yeah, it is an awesome city. Great city. I, uh, we we brought a magnet back from there that says uh, that says there are three countries or there are three cities in the United States: New York, San Francisco, and New Orleans. Everywhere else is Cleveland. <laughs> well, not entirely. No, true. it's not. You know that's interesting. That tees us up for something that we're going to talk about later tonight in the club because Suk went down to New Orleans. I think his wife was working down there or something, or his uh, uh, <clears throat> special lady friend was working down there, and so he flew down to meet her a couple of days off, have fun. Um, I, I don't, I don't think they have any plans. I think they just went to New Orleans and just said, "Let's see what happens." Which I love that way. That's a great way to travel. I love that. But the question I was going to ask tonight in the club is if you if you had three cities, only three cities in the U.S. that you can go to mm. uh, for the rest of your life, what are they? Now hold, hold on to them. Okay. I think we know yours. <laughs> well, New York, San Francisco, and New Orleans. It, and that wasn't really even my intention when I brought that up. I just thought it was a, a, a funny phrase that we picked up in New Orleans, but that might well, those, that yeah. might be my three. Those are near the top, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, Suk will be back on uh, on Monday. What were we talking about? Oh, the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. They came to town. And uh, I hope it was a great show. I don't know. I don't think I would see the Eagles at this point. I don't want to be disappointed. Um, yeah, I would see him. I mean, if I got, yeah, I would, I would definitely go see him. Well, why didn't you? Well, because they I were just here. Well, I know, but What's the matter with you, I would have to get free tickets. Uh, oh, yeah. don't well, want to spend the money. See, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Yeah, if you gave me free Eagles tickets, I'd go. 
there there are very few bands that I am really gonna with how expensive concerts have gotten both to attend and then also to imbibe at like you're it's really gonna have to be an act that I have wanted to see for a while and probably haven't seen before to to get mm. me to cough up money for that. Have you ever seen uh um Bob Seeger? I've not seen Bob Seeger. So one of the perks of uh well you you worked in TV in San Francisco mm-hmm. and TV here. So mm-hmm. you and I assume in San Francisco is the same where the station was down at the arena. Um no, we uh no, our station was uh about a half a mile from uh the San Francisco Giants ballpark, but we uh, we were oh. in the same building with the Pac-12 network. Oh really? Mm-hmm. You and Larry Scott rubbing yeah, elbows? Did you ever right. see him in the coffee room? I I did see him uh, leaving and Entering the building on a number of occasions, yeah. Give him a few words about how he's handled things? Or... No. No? I, I probably should have, but Kept no. those thoughts to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the big perks of doing Talking Ball, which was on Comcast Sportsnet after Blazers games years ago, was uh, their studio was down in the uh, bowels of the arena. And so if there were a con- if they were on the road, obviously the Blazers would be playing on the road, and we'd be waiting, watching the game to go... Uh, do the show i would skip the game and just go up and watch whatever concert was oh yeah that's great up there and yeah i saw bob seeger that way and boy let me tell you that guy's old <laughs> yeah yeah he is. but it was still cool to be just free you know go have a grab a seat and yeah, only watch a couple songs you know I gotta did watch. he play night moves for you he did something that i just went oh this is uh it's kind of it was kind of embarrassing i was embarrassed for him i mean he's great and he sounded great, but he just moving around. Like, have you seen the boss lately? Have you seen Bruce Springsteen? Uh, I, I, I think I've only seen like photos of him. I don't think okay. I've actually seen him perform recently. Well, there's there have been some clips floating around about his, you know from his shows, and he does a great job. Like he, dude, the guy's a legend. Great shows, plays for hours. But if you watch him move around now, I mean, he's like a, it's a little it's tougher. Old. He's like yeah, seventy he's or 70. whatever, and it's just not as cool when they're that old, you know. Um, what were we going to talk about? Oh, the combine here. By the way, my old boss in the Bay Area has seen Springsteen live over 300 times. Yeah, Springsteen's got these guys that just... Like, it's crazy when, like, if, if Springsteen were to, like, come to... Like, when he goes to the Bay Area, like, this guy will see him once in Oakland, twice in San Francisco, and then fly down to Santa... Or fly down to L.A. and see him three times there also, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Isn't crazy. Isn't that wild? Is that wild to you? But it, it is until I kind of frame it more like a sports thing, where it's yeah. like, okay, well, I would... I have used the Ducks playing at unique locations to as an excuse to go take a trip to those places. So I've gone and seen the Ducks play but, in Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Virginia, in Knoxville, Tennessee, true. in Dallas, Texas. But wait, games are always different. But they're going to be... So that's that's the, the main difference, difference there. Not that they don't... I mean, they, obviously they mix up their sets and everything, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get that. I'm also a guy who... And I'm a weirdo, and Suk makes fun of me for this, and rightly so. I don't watch movies twice. I don't understand why you and he, and he like and rightly so as well. He likens it to music. It's like okay, well, do you listen to a song over and over? Of course. Well, same thing for people with music. For me, it's not. Once I've seen the movie, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I good. rarely watch the same movie or show twice. Now, yeah, but I I do I've get the seen it. I do get the appeal. Like if I'm going to do that, it's because I want something on in the background. Like that I'm just yeah. there's a familiarity. But I would way rather ingest something totally new. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas music, yeah, I think it's a little different. I mean, it gives you a feeling and you mm-hmm. want to go back to that feeling. A movie, I see that for some people. For me, it doesn't. It's like, okay, I know what happens in that. I'll watch the next one or another one. Yeah. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, Ducks, had a good day at the Combine? Yes, he did. Isn't he interesting? He uh, He's supposed to be like a top 10 pick, right? 
yes. Kuiper. So he was he was essentially supposed to be a likely first rounder because of his cover skills and his length. He's six three and he's got long arms. But you know, people mm-hmm. were wanted to see him like test well this week, and putting down a four three eight in the forty Damn. is going to secure that first round status. Yeah, he looked good. Looked really good. He started with a four four four, and then his second time was even better. Four three eight. You know what's interesting about him is, and I don't remember what game it was. I remember specifically having the thought early in his. Did he play last year? I mean, uh, two years ago. Or was uh, he, yeah, he, well, he, have, he yeah. was a transfer from Colorado. Um, so did he only have one year or two years? I believe he was with them last year as well, though. So two years. I think. so. I think he did have two years because I remember originally watching him going, "Wow, who is this guy? He's terrible." <laughs> but here two he years is. ago, you thought that, or this year, you? I thought don't remember that? what game it was because I don't remember thinking this year that he that he ever looked anything other than stellar. I, I thought that even on like passes that got completed against him, like his coverage yeah. seemed like it was amazing. He's a stud, but I, I just remember at some point thinking, wow, who's this guy? He sucks. Maybe that was his first year after he transferred. But uh, yeah, he got a lot better. And he's, you know, four three eight. that's killer. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so earlier this week, before the combine had started, Mel Kuyper Jr. had him as uh, projected number six overall to the Detroit Lions. Oh, no! The Lions again, Joey Harrington, Penny Sewell, and now Christian Gonzalez. Maybe Ducks just get Maybe. stuck. Oh, and Terrell Crosby was there, wasn't he? Oh, Terrell Crosby was there. Yeah, that's right. God, no one wants to go to the Lions. Do you know where Christian Gonzalez is from? He's from a town called The Colony, Texas. Really? The name of the town is The Colony. It's from Texas, huh? Yeah. He, you know, his um, he's related to David Blau's Blow. David Blow. Blau. I think Blau? it's Blau. I think it's Blau. Pretty sure it's Blau. The the backup for Arizona, the quarterback. And he was, uh, you may know him if you watch the HBO Hard Knocks Cardinals in season. Yeah. Because yeah. he played. Because Murray got hurt and then Colt McCoy got hurt. So David Blau was mm-hmm. in there. They they documented David Blau. And his wife is a sprinter. Right. She's uh, or, uh, maybe a hurdler. Yeah. She, she's a, like an Olympian caliber yeah. athlete. She's Olymp- yeah. She's Olympian. Christian Gonzalez is related to her. And... So David Blau has been helping Christian Gonzalez. He's been mentoring Christian Gonzalez. How interesting. It's, it's always a... funny the way little connections like that yeah. were. I, I would never in a million years think that dude from Hard Knocks would have any connection to this, right. this kid coming out. But yeah, yeah, it's a weird pair. But I guess that's uh, oh. yeah, that's kind of like how Dave Bartu is now the, the czar of weed in uh, Grenada. <laughs> that's you just right. know somebody. Johnny Appleweed. Know somebody who knows somebody. All right, well, the Combine, I, I don't really... You know, one thing that's weird is I don't really understand why NFL free agency happens before the draft. That seems dumb, because yeah, if you're... You know, like, I was thinking about Carson Wentz. I saw the odds on Carson Wentz next team. You know what the odds-on favorite is for him? Ooh. Totally uh, random. I mean, could be anybody, because he's going to be a backup. I'm going to say... And this actually makes sense to me. Jacksonville? Chiefs. Okay. Interesting. Chiefs one, Bucks two. Now that makes sense. He could probably start for the Bucks. I was going to say Jacksonville just because that's isn't that where Peterson is, and he he was played for Peterson in Philly, so that that was yeah, going to be maybe. my guess. But yep, yep. Chiefs, Bucks, Raiders, and Bills. Those are the top four Chiefs, odds Bucks. to land. Huh? Uh, Wentz. Um, I don't even know if he's a good backup. I don't even. I mean, he's. I wouldn't touch him. But I wouldn't either. That guy holds the ball way too long, and he gets hurt all the time. But it's like, well, how is it that you're supposed to as a team? Figure out free agency, and so let's say you sign a Carson Wentz, or let's say you make a move for Derek Carr, and then, you know, you get, because you don't know if your quarterback's going to be there in the draft, right? 
Like, or any other, any position. It's like Christian Gonzalez. If you're the Lions and you go out and fill that need in free agency, or or let's say you don't fill that need in free agency, and then you get to the draft and Christian Gonzalez gets snatched before you, you know, uh, before your pick, now you're hooped. It would seem to yeah. you that you, you should draft before before free agency opens so the then holes. you can go sign the the needs that you still have yeah. remaining yeah Ra- rather than the, rely on them being there for you in the pool yeah i don't know why the nfl does that's it that way that's a good point i don't think any other sport does it that way i'm trying to, now i'm trying to think of how the other sports do it and i think you're right i don't i, I think I they're don't the think only so. one that has that order so that's stupid that's interesting. nfl what a bunch of idiots yeah they don't have it figured out at all <laughs> they know nothing <laughs> All right, uh, up next, let's get to in the news. Is more snow on the way? And Oregon lawmakers say, let's give our homeless people drug money. Here's Buck. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, how do you think it's going to go for me? I just called uh, Crazy Eyes McGinley an F-head. What do you think? Think that'll go well? Um, probably it'll not. probably go okay. Better than, I think, uh, waking him up around 5.30 or 5.40 <laughs> in the morning goes. Yeah, if yeah, because the printer's not working. Or, or, or some other various issue. Uh, man, this place is great. Anyway, uh, he, re- he, he keeps changing our damn Wi-Fi password, and it's killing me. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, the last time uh, Let's get it right, okay? someone wrote it on a whiteboard and then tweeted out a photo of it, so we had to change it after that. I'm not sure why on, man. Uh, this time, but uh, yeah. All right, March 3, 2023, time for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello, thank you. Mm. Slow on the draw there, fella. I was. By the way, the Eagles replaced Glenn Fry with Vince Gill. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Isn't Vince Gill married to Amy Grant? I don't know. I think that's right. Vince Gill famously looks like me. Oh, is that right? Or is it that I look like him? Let's go with the first. Yeah, I like the first better. Yeah. But people have said I look like him. Okay. Uh, Anyway, he's good. That's good. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's cool. Um, It is National Anthem Day, so make sure you kneel. (laughs) Yeah. An issue so simple. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Just a song. Uh, National Moscow Mule Day as well. Do you like a Moscow Mule? I love a Moscow Mule. Me too. What yeah. a great cocktail. Uh-huh. Simple too. Now, I don't know about you though. I don't like too much of the ginger. Like, uh, I, I like it, but like, I don't want like, the super spicy ginger oh, bite to it. It's just like any other cocktail. It needs to be made properly. Uh, agreed. And uh, if it is, it's delicious. Uh, as a matter of fact, well, I can't make that statement. But I would say if I have cocktails, okay, we live in a great food and um, bar scene here in Portland. So oftentimes when you go into places, they have their own craft cocktails that you will only get there. Right. But I usually go down that road. But let's just say we're generic cocktails. Outside of having a nice whiskey, uh, I think my next in an old fashioned, I would I would do the old fashioned. Um, Outside of that, my next drink would be a Moscow Mule, because I would never really order like you know rum and coke or crap like that. Yeah, I, I would go Mule, man. That is one of 
easily one of my drink. go to go tos at a bar for sure. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think like it's if just, you're at a sports bar, and it is. It's nothing. a. It's generally a hard one to mess up, assuming the bar has ginger beer. Right. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a good crisp cocktail. <clears throat> yeah, and the copper mugs. Uh, did you know that though? So I saw something today in researching this about how that works and why the copper mugs keep it so much colder. So they're highly conductive copper mugs. And then you add ice to them, and the contact points between the ice and the mug instantly begin to battle. So the ice tries to make the mug colder, or the copper, and the copper tries to make the ice warmer. And then when you add the vodka, the battle um, ends because it creates a greater contact area with the copper, and the mug then begins to chill. So the cold winds. Whoa. Yeah, and then... This is like uh, yeah. what Bartu's CBD, CBD yeah. does with all the igniting and whatnot. Yeah. And then you add the ginger huh. beer and the lime juice, and it completes the chilling process. Uh, so now you have a very cold copper mug that keeps your Moscow Mule much colder, which raises an interesting question. Why are more drinks not served in a copper mug if it keeps them that cold that is a great question you know because it isn't if it's a problem for that beverage isn't it a problem for all of them exactly and i feel like now copper mugs get stolen so they often have to because uh, people are stupid and yes. jerks and so they often have to take your driver's license or your credit card which is so ridiculous isn't that a joke yeah. like it's like come on just give the mug back but uh yeah um it, it does it's an interesting question why is the why is the copper mug only for the Moscow Mule. Maybe the world will never know. Maybe it's Big Mule. And it's not a Russian drink, by the way. Very American drink. Started in the U.S. I buy that. Is it just We just call it a, a Moscow Mule because, because it has vodka? Vodka, yeah. yeah. Uh, snow in Portland on Saturday? Oh, no. That's tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it is. Low pressure from a system could pull enough east wind to parts of the Willamette Valley to bring freezing temperatures and the chance... For sticking snow. Boo. Boo is right. God. You do not need more of that crap. <laughs> Man, I'm, I am so over that. I think we all I hope are. you all are, too. Yeah. Well, Show of hands. Who's not over that crap? Yeah, honk your horn if you're not over that. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Because what is with the people who get their jollies off honking their horn in the tunnel on 26? Yeah, I know. What is, like, that's a thing. Does that make your day when you're the person you that's know. like, bleep, 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 bleep? I'm like, what? What? I think it's for the kids. You think my, it's for kids? Yeah, my time? wife always used to do that for the kids. I feel for, like for I never see kids in the car. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, this is this is your this is your exciting thing for today, huh? Yeah. Well, that goes back to people are stupid and don't really think, <laughs> and they just do things <laughs> because of all the places like that where you're not supposed to be changing lanes is a place where you might actually want to use your horn for the function it's designed. Yeah. You know, where was I the other day? Somebody did that. I wasn't in a tunnel. I was somewhere where, though, somebody drove through and was obnoxiously laying on their horn the whole time to piss us off. I can't remember where it was. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't be that guy. Or gal. <clears throat> but don't be afraid to use your horn to honk at somebody who's being an ass. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's what, what it's there for. for. Yeah. Um, Oregon will lift the mask requirement for healthcare workers in healthcare settings on April 3rd. So that's... I mean, I guess that's good. I don't know. I'm not a healthcare worker, so it sure. doesn't apply to me. But uh, kind of a nice little gesture that makes you feel like COVID is super over. Even though it's, I mean, COVID's here to stay. It's just kind of not really but that no, it is, it big is of a thing. The, the fact that, that those people will, that the comfort will be there, that that's okay to do. It's a good <clears> thing. Oregon lawmakers say let's give our homeless people 
Money. Mm. What could go wrong? Yeah, you know, this is as creative as they can get down there. I mean, this is... So, from Salem, these are our lawmakers meeting and talking. Um, and apparently it's reached the streets where the homeless are discussing this, but it's a new legislative proposal introduced in Salem, monthly payments of $1,000 given out to certain low-income Oregonians, including those living on the streets. Um... Senate Bill 603 would establish a People's Housing Assistance Fund demonstration program that would be administered by Oregon's Department of Human Services. For two years, monthly $1,000 payments would go out to people living on the streets without housing assistance, people at risk of becoming homeless, people who make less than 60% of area median income, or people who spend more than half their money or monthly household income on rent. Wow. The bill would give the program uh, program $25 million to work with, and enrollment would be capped once that money runs out. I don't know how I feel about that, guys. I got to tell you, that yeah. doesn't seem... <laughs> I mean, a lot of people might think it's a good idea. I don't. That seems very uh, lazy, not creative. Like, just give them money... Like, isn't a lot of the problem it, drugs? It too? feels like you're just you're literally just throwing money at it. Well, and then and they would throw money at maybe not the housing, right? And maybe the heroin. Yeah, or well, yeah no, no, zero. Yeah, it's. I have long said that this, I think, is one of the most difficult problems to combat. I don't. I, I know. The, the the right answer never seems to exist. Right, right. We should stop playing armchair homeless uh, city commissioner. You know, like we don't know, but. Who, but who hey, does? Hey, they tax us. They take our money for it, that's so true. we should have a say. And I do not. Uh, I do not think that's a good idea. But who knows? Uh, who knows if it even uh, if it even passes? Um, let's see here. Banning turning right on red lights. How do you feel about this? I'll have that story for you next. It is four forty-seven on the fan. It's time for Buy a Nose, a look at the closest, most exciting contests in sports. Brought to you by Dr. George Siegfried, dedicated to helping you breathe better through your nose non-surgically. Online at nasalspecific.com. Okay, so let's guess what that was. <laughs> Do you know what language that was? It was Norwegian. It was. Because I know Norwegian. Yeah. So I know what they were saying. Uh, no, I yeah, it was Norwegian. I only see that because it's on the sheet here. Victor Hoblin, who is from Norway, hole-in-one at Bay Hill today. Yep, and that's the the, that was the call of that, which is hilarious. I love that they do play-by-play for his rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy a Nose brought to you by Dr. George Siegfried, dedicated to helping you breathe better through your nose, non-surgically, online at nasalspecific.com. All right, the Hot 5 5 coming up uh, here shortly. That's the top sports news of the day. We will have Joey Harrington next hour. Apparently ESPN wants to be the hub of all live sports streaming, and uh, we will get to that story. I saw something about that, but I haven't really <clears throat> dove in yet. Yeah, we'll tell you all about it. Uh, this is in the news for March 3. 2023. How about banning right turns on red? You know how you can pull up to a light? And oh, I sure do. I love the right turn on red. Take a right. And you can take a right on red on a, you know, from one way to a one way, right? You can do that. Or you, you, know, you, you can go left. That's right. Two, yeah. On two one ways, correct. Yeah. Well, this is now, uh, here we go again. These lawmakers, 
but in Olympia, this is up in Washington. Apparently, Washington was the first state to enact the ability to turn right at a red light. Okay. Uh, because they wanted to just shorten people. Like It's like, why can't we just do this? Because it doesn't affect anybody else and it shortens your wait time, right? Uh, now, a House bill up in Washington is gaining traction proposing that right turns on red be banned near regions with high foot traffic. So it was first introduced to the House floor in late January, and it aims to increase safety for pedestrians at certain public locations. I think that does make sense. Uh, people just assuming that they can kind of roll into a right turn, not realizing that there are people entering a crosswalk. That that adds up to me. Yeah, it's not the worst thing. Um, now, do you ever get to a place where it says no right turn on red? And you do it anyway, or do you? Oh, probably. Do you, do you uh, acknowledge that sign and say, "Okay, I won't, I won't turn right on red here." Uh, yeah, I, I think I usually will acknowledge it. I, I, you see them so infrequently that if it's there, it's probably there for a reason. So right. I, but I will tell you, I have, uh, I basically got, I talked myself out of a ticket for, I got stuck in an intersection. I got, I was in San Francisco. I got pulled over in my car by a cop on a bicycle. Really? Yeah. He in just San knocked, Francisco? Yeah, he knocked on my window. He's like, dude, you were in that intersection. And I was like, when the light turned, and I and I was, but the reason is because I stopped for someone who was going across the crosswalk. I went to court, and I argued <laughs> this, and I drew the judge a diagram of where the people were, where I was turning, and why I stopped where I did, and I got out of the ticket. You did? Yeah. Wow. That bike cop. That'd be kind of cool to be chased by like a horse cop, though, you know? That, Don't you that, think? That's got to happen in the movies at some point, yeah. right? Do they do that? Like, will, the, will they, they should. They're on horseback. You see the, you know, will they, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, you're flying down the freeway trying to outrun the cops, and you look back, and there's a couple cops on horses looking like jockeys, like all sprinting at you. That would be wild. It would be wild. Fast. What else do I have for you? Uh, did you see what happened with that school bus that spun out on 26 I did last not. Wednesday? Yeah, so uh, they told the story of that in the news after six hours. The Because the school bus was the big problem on 26, at least initially. In right, that snowstorm. was what made it the whole thing a parking lot, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that on the show Wednesday in real time. Well, uh, those were students uh, at Catlin Gable, and um, they had to walk. They got out and walked. So... Apparently, there were some parents who, of the kids who lived nearby. Okay. And they went out to the bus. And so originally, they had the kids just sitting on the bus. And they brought them a bunch of food and snacks and stuff. Things for kids, you know. And then they said, look, we're not going anywhere. we got to get these kids out of here. And they took all the kids and walked them to a nearby uh, house of, the, of one of the students. One of the parents. That is... Yeah. Said they walked uh, almost. That's a half a mile. Which I mean, come on. It which isn't that far, but the conditions weren't peachy. No, and there's a lot of cars out there. Yeah, although they weren't. I mean, they weren't really moving. Yeah, you could probably just like walk on top of the cars. You know, there's an idea. Le- leapfrog, a little game. Out and there. then there's a cop on a horseback chasing you. <laughs> yeah, sliding all over the place. Well, it was six hours they were out there, and. Um, a lot of them slept at the the parents' house, and then others had their parents come and get them and walked them home. That would be, I mean, that would be one of those kind of parental ordeals that 
you wouldn't really have, I think, a lot of grave concern, but that would be a rough uh, afternoon and evening. For the kids, for, for the, the whole family. For the kids and the family, I think, yeah. Yeah, see, I feel like the family's way worse. Like, the mom, mom's everywhere panicking, right? You can't get to your child, they're stuck, yeah. Yeah, whereas the kid's just sitting there going, hey, do you got any snacks? You know, or playing on his phone or yeah. something. Yeah, but I think maybe after a certain point in time, you've been out there for hours, you're like, am I actually getting out of here? Am I getting off this thing? This says, the students shared what food and water they had in their backpacks and lent each other chargers when phone batteries ran low. Other students checked over homework for younger kids. There was plenty to see outside the bus, too, including cyclists braving the elements and cars sliding off the highway. Mounties sprinting by. Uh, when no help materialized from public transportation officials, a group of parents who lived nearby eventually made their way on foot, bearing energy bars and extra jackets. Chaperoned by parents, everyone piled out of the bus and began carefully walking along the road's shoulder, picking their way through stop traffic to cross the highway to safety. Many still in the soaking wet sneakers they had worn to school. They're trying to make that dramatic. It, it, it probably wasn't that dramatic. But, but, but the detail but really hey, landed the, on The thick. shoes were wet. Yeah. And that knee, yeah, look, nobody likes wet sneaks. Wet shoes suck. And it says, we, yeah, exactly. It says, we walked a half a mile over to this house. It was icy and pretty cold, and people were definitely hungry and tired. There were some kids who were more afraid, but generally we did feel like we were safe. It could have been worse. It was just a lot of time and a lot of uncertainty, which was the hardest part. And by 10.30 p.m., most of them were finally home. But, uh, yeah, that was right there on 26. Tales of uh, Snowmageddon. Uh, there is your In the News, March 3. We'll get to the Hot 5 at 5. Joey Harrington next hour as well on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.